Hi, this is Mark Graben from Kinexus, and today we're joined by Megan Scanlon. We're going to be previewing the webinar she's going to be presenting on February 27th at 1 o'clock Eastern. The title of the webinar is Pursuing Zero Harm, a powerful platform for embedding lean capability, and you can register for that by going to www.kinexus.com slash webinars. So, Megan, thank you for joining us today. How are you? Well, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Um, um, thank you in advance for doing the webinar. And, you know, can you, I think, you know, take advantage of the opportunity to let you introduce yourself and, and tell the listeners um, a little bit more about you and your background than we'll get into during the webinar. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, so my name is Megan Scanlon and I work for Value Capture and we are a healthcare based firm out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who was influenced by one of our founding members, um, Paul O'Neill, who was the former CEO of Alcoa and uh, Secretary of Treasury under George Bush. And our passion in, comes from the influence of safety and the power of safety as a a transformational platform in an organization that's focused on being the best they can be at what they do. Um, my personal background is that uh, I'm an industrial engineer and um, straight from university, I went to a Johnson and Johnson company where I was fortunate to work in their manufacturing areas where we applied lean principles and we're working on uh, delivering value to customers and, and, and lean TPS type principles in our own processes. And, and through that journey, I was able to join a group that then took the principles that we had been instilling and infusing in our own manufacturing to the end users of our products. And so through that, um, actually Mark is where I met you at a group called mm -hmm. Valumetric Services. And uh, we work to help the end users of our products with the use of those products, but not just the products themselves, also just in their spaces, uh, clinical medicine, laboratory medicine, pathology, um, more of a value stream-based approach to that improvement work. Um, and over time, I really got interested in not just thinking about the more local improvements and how you can really transform and engage people and see drastic improvements in how they work, but thinking about in a, in a larger way, the strategy and how you do this in, in more of a organizational level to really have some sustaining long-term improvements um, and really drive that culture of improvement in a values-based way, which is what attracted me to value capture and, and what we've been working to do, I've been working to do with them. Um, over the past five years. So it's been really exciting to learn about that strategic organizational journey and, and path to improvement that's needed, and especially engaging those top level leaders um, and thinking about how to do it with safety as the precursor for excellence, I think is really exciting and, and important. And you've touched on this, but I mean, lean and this idea of safety as a driving force is something that applies really across multiple industries, right? Could you, could you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. I think, you know, something that's key in thinking about organizational strategy is how you tap into hearts and minds. And, and to me, hearts and minds are universal because as people, um, we work in all different kinds of industries. So I think that this idea of safety and putting worker safety specifically first um, is a really important concept, especially in an industry like healthcare, not to go back to that, but um, I think that patient safety often gets top billing in healthcare. And, and recently people are starting to find more value in the idea that we can't be the best we can be for our patients if we ourselves are in 
experiencing harm or um, suffering from harm. And so I think it's just one of those universal ideas that transcends industry um, and is something that everybody can relate to and can really um, rally around because, you know, we all want to, no one should ever go to work and be hurt or harmed. And, and if we can't get home in the same condition that we arrive to work, then that's, that's a real problem that's worth focusing on. Yeah. And, and that sounds like a good example when you talk about values-based. I mean, that that's a values-based uh, principle that nobody should go, should get hurt at work. And um, safety, you know, we, we, we focus a lot on physical safety, but there's also concepts of psychological safety, professional safety that are important as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah, value capture, one of the things that we think about is how we define safety, and, and we tend to do it in three different ways, like you just highlighted. Um, the physical safety is typically very intuitive, but when we talk about emotional safety or harm, which is mm -hmm. people's willingness to um, accept blame for problems, you know, oftentimes when people a problem occurs and someone feels like they did something wrong, you know, the, that whole um, idea of, oh, my bad, you know, sorry, guys, I, I, I'm my fault. I didn't mean for that to happen. Um, that's something that people just sort of instinctively do. And that is mm -hmm. what we talk about is emotional harm is, you know, saying that takes away the, the organization's opportunity to learn from what happened that might have led to mm -hmm. that problem. And so we shouldn't be so quick to accept blame um, as people in those those uh, situations. And then professional safety, um, I think, is really important and interesting, especially on a cultural level. And, and that's the, the ability to be able to call out um, problems that exist without fear of repercussion or any kind of punitive actions being taken against you. And so when we think about what that means in an organization, you know, how how willing are people to call out problems and, and what is the response when they do call them out? Is there a fear of being uh, having that be a career limiting move or, you know, some sort of ill effects to you? And what does that do to how your organization sees problems and then how they're willing to call them out and solve them? So I do think there's a lot of um, things that are maybe more nuanced in the safety focus, but are really important for organizations who are truly trying to be the best at what they do. And so there's a large call cultural focus and especially leadership behaviors and, and kind of what it means um, either directly or indirectly as well. Mm -hmm. And I think there's an important nuance you pointed out there and I've seen, especially in healthcare where people are really caring, they're really dedicated. Um, even if they are not being blamed by the organization, there's that self blame um, right. that, that can, can cause harm and get in the way, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the final thing to touch on here, and, and this is really you know the, the key theme of your webinar, but if you can just give a bit of a preview, you know, the, the title is Pursuing Zero Harm. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit, you know, when you mentioned dramatic, uh, drastic improvements, we've seen organizations and in different industries, uh, Mr. O'Neill as CEO of Alcoa, and we've seen healthcare organizations make drastic improvements in uh, you know, harm and safety numbers. Um, why is zero an important goal? Why, why is it important to talk about zero harm instead of talking about, say, reducing harm? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, and I think it also is part of the key in organizations that are going to be more successful in these journeys than others. And that's the idea that, you know, the difference between what is 
uh, a true north goal and maybe an op operational incremental goal. And I think the value of setting those true north goals at zero or at perfect, as we like to say, is really important because it it's meant to set the organization free. You know, organizations and systems produce ex results exactly as they're currently designed. And most organizations aren't achieving perfect safety um, or perfect of any of their top level metrics that they set to achieve. And so this idea of setting something at perfect to really show the organization that we know we might not be capable with our current constructs or current systems as they're designed now. So it's really going to take tearing down those walls and, and thinking truly outside the box and innovating in ways that we haven't done just yet to get to where we're trying to go and, and giving permission to challenge those norms and, and those current constraints, um, not just because it's the right thing to do, but because it's the only way we're going to get to where we want to go. And so I think it's, it's a really smart strategic way to have leadership give permission in the organization um, and to really throw down that challenge of, you know, this is where we're trying to go. And now every day we're going to make steps towards it. Another important piece of it, I think, is that, you know, it's, it's sort of that old adage is that everything's a priority, nothing is. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of the idea that if we say zero, then any of those events is not okay either. And so you know, one is too many of any type of harm event. And so in, if we're not saying that the number is zero, then we're actually saying that, you know, who's going to raise your hand to suffer harm today because we'll allow a certain amount of it. And you sort of um, can instantly stop the momentum and the, the seriousness within the organization that we want this to do is uh, to drive people towards that and I think zero is really the only way to do it in the, the most value-based way. You know, one is too many. So zero is all that we'll, we'll accept. Yeah. yeah. And actually just final question as a follow-up. I mean, I, I believe strongly in this idea of, of setting um, the bar at zero and I've, I've heard pushback from some, I'm sure you've heard this too, where people say, well, aren't you afraid that's going to be demoralizing if yeah. zero strictly, if, if perfection isn't possible, why should we set an aim that we uh, are likely not to achieve? I do hear that question a lot. And I think that it's only demoralizing if how we respond to it isn't supportive and in the spirit of we're here to learn and we want to keep working towards it. So that's where I really think professional safety comes into, into play as well. Um, it, things are only demoralizing when in the moment they're handled in a way that creates that feeling from folks. And so I think zero is important and it's on leadership to make sure that that goal is set in a way and that there's a a feeling of support and positivity around it and that the problems aren't um, bad events, but the really opportunities or gifts that we're given and opportunities to learn and improve and achieve our goals. That's well said. And hopefully everyone else is excited like I am to hear uh, more uh, about this um, in the webinar that uh, again, our guest today has been Megan Scanlon from Value Capture and she'll be presenting a webinar that we're hosting at Kinexus on February 27th. It's titled, again, Pursuing Zero Harm, a Powerful Platform for Embedding Lean Capability. And as Megan was saying, as we, as we were talking about, I hope people from all industries will tune in and um, learn the valuable lessons here. So again, you can register by going online to www.kinexus.com 
slash webinars. Megan, thanks again so much for uh, chatting today and thanks in advance again for the webinar. Thank you, Mark. I look forward to it.